You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kasserman, and this is our latest look at the Arizona D-backs. I'm joined by Steve Gilbert, live from Fantasy Camp. Steve, how's, fan- how's Fantasy Camp treating you? You haven't punched out Luis Gonzalez yet, right? No, no, not, not, it hasn't turned into a Seinfeld episode yet. But, uh, no, just getting started today, um, always a lot of fun. It's, it's almost like a reunion of the 2001 World Series team with, you know, Luis Gonzalez and Mark Grace and uh, Matt Williams here as, uh, as working the camp. So uh, it's always fun to see those guys, and I think they really enjoy. You can tell that they enjoy hanging out together and, and telling stories and, um, it's a lot of fun. I think the Diamondbacks have a little bit of an advantage uh, over some other teams because, um, you know, it's such a young franchise. So, so the yeah. most well-known of their guys are, are a little bit more current um, than, say, some of the other teams, and, and uh, they're a little more accessible here in Arizona. All right, well, just don't show up any, anybody up out there, you know. Just try to, try to be humble. I, and uh, I'm just trying to figure you back in one piece, Anthony, but I appreciate your confidence. <laughs> All right, well, it sounds like there's some confidence that the D-backs might have a few more moves up their sleeve uh, between now and spring training camp, or at least between now and opening day. Um, you talked with Mike Hazen recently. Uh, he expects to be active here these next few weeks. Whether that leads to actual deals remains to be seen, but we've seen that you know the, the area they're most focused on is bullpen depth, and that's been a pretty slow-moving market here of late after the big names came off the board. Uh, you know, your Raldis Chapman's, Kenley Jansen's, Mark Melanson's. Um, it's been somewhat slow since then. But what, what's the latest on the D-backs and their bullpen search? Yeah, Anthony, they're, they're still trying to look for some more depth. You know, they got Fernando Rodney now to close for them. Um, but they'd still like to get uh, one more, you know, veteran arm or experienced arm down there as well to kind of, you know, not rush some of these younger uh, players that they have, like a Jake Barrett or an Enrique Burgos, and kind of let them pitch maybe in, in less high-leverage situations. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to see if they can get somebody maybe on a one-year deal, two-year deal, so they don't um, restrict some of their younger guys who they feel like are developing and, and will be will be in the big leagues uh, either this year or next year. So um, still working that market. Um, they're also, you know, looking at the catching market. They, they did sign Jeff Mathis during the winter meetings, but uh, they, they have still an opening. I mean, they got Chris Herman is also back there, but they'd, they'd be open to adding another guy. Um, and even in a possible starting role, if, if something like that became available, a catcher like that became available, they could uh, reconfigure that, that catching spot a little bit differently because Chris Herman can play both corners in the outfield and play both corners in the infield. So his versatility would allow them to carry three catchers where, you know, a normal National League roster, you can't get away with carrying three catchers. But uh, So they, they continue to scour both of those markets and, and also possibly uh, looking for some left-handed uh, bat to kind of you know even out the lineup a little bit, but I think that's that's kind of more of a lower priority than than say the bullpen and and then uh, adding an, another catcher. Yeah, I see you beating around the Matt Weeters bush there. Uh, we know that was your bold prediction last week uh, for the D-backs to bring in Weeters, but you know, and, and we'll see. Maybe that happens. But uh, I, I am intrigued by Mathis just from the standpoint of you've got Zach Greinke, you know, major struggles at least by his standards in, in the first year of that mega contract and. You know, Mathis's skills as a pitch framer seem like a potentially wily pickup or, or valuable pickup uh, just for that connection alone. And I think that's exactly the reason they, they did it in terms of his pitch framing. And, and that was something that they just uh, didn't do a very good job at last year. Wellington Castillo, you know, you look at the numbers and, and he was not uh, ranked very high on, uh, when it comes to, to pitch framing. And 
you know, a guy like Zach Greinke that's very important to be able to get those pitches on the corner or a little bit off the corner. If he's able to get those, it opens up everything else for him. And if he's not getting those close pitches, then, then he has to come more down the middle with pitches, uh, and he's not an overpowering pitcher. So um, that's a great point, and I think that is what they were looking for. And Jeff Mathis is somebody that they felt like could be a better framer um, behind the plate because, you know, as we know now, that's becoming such an uh, important part of the game and, and something that, that since we now can measure, um, it, it's easier to, to take a look at. You know, one thing the D-backs do have depth-wise, they have some bodies now, uh, especially after the addition of Taiwan Walker. They have some bodies uh, for their rotation. Do any of those guys in that, in that group of, of eight or nine guys, uh, any of them profile as potential bullpen pieces, guys who could potentially transition the bullpen even on a short-term basis, uh, you know, for a club that's looking to upgrade in that area? Yeah, and I think that's one of the other things that they're, they're keeping in mind and being flexible about is that they do have some starting pitching depth, and if they get towards the end of spring training and all of a sudden they've got, you know, an extra three or four starters sitting out there, um, a guy, and I, and I hate to, to name names because, you know, everybody wants to start. They don't want to be, you know, they don't want to pitch in relief. But, you know, Patrick Corbin did a great job out of the bullpen for them last year after struggling, uh, you know, a little bit as a starter. So he's a guy that, that's certainly potential there. You know, a guy that could give you a couple innings and, and, and pitch in some leverage situations. You know, Braden Shipley's another guy that's, that's certainly um, could profile as a reliever. Um, you know, Zach Godley's done it before. So they do have a number of options there, and, and if they're, you know, if they don't add another reliever, or they still feel like there's holes back there, it wouldn't surprise me if, as they get into spring training, they they start to take a look at maybe moving a starter to the bullpen. Yeah, interesting decisions ahead there. Uh, we did have some uh, minor news uh, on the D-backs front in the last week or so. Uh, Ruby De La Rosa is. Uh, you know, back with the organization, remains with the organization on a minor league contract. And there was also a small swap with the Royals. Uh, the D-backs acquire Sam Lewis for Peter O'Brien. Uh, what can you tell us about both of those uh, both of those moves, Steve? Well, the, the second one first, uh, you know, they had designated Peter O'Brien for assignment. He was a, he's a guy that when they acquired him from the Yankees, they thought that, uh, that he could catch. They acquired him for Martin Prado back uh, during the 2014 season. And um, catching just didn't work out for him. He had a little case of the, the throwing yips uh, in spring training in 2015, and so they moved him to the outfield and um, worked hard out there, but that was just not a natural position for him. He probably profiles better as a designated hitter right now, and so after designating him for assignment, they, they wanted to get whatever they could for him, and they had some good reports on Lewis. Uh, figured why not take a chance on him, so that uh, that's why they, they dealt O'Brien. The other uh, transaction you mentioned, Ruby had a Tommy John surgery um, once right. before, and last year um, finally seemed to be putting things together as a starter. He's a guy that everybody had talked about um, possibly being a reliever, you know, all throughout his career because he's got such a dominant fastball and slider. Um, and he was always trying to come up with that third pitch. But he finally seemed like he had kind of turned the corner and then he come, came down with some elbow issues. Um, they tried some rest and rehab, and then he tried to come back at the end of the year and they cropped up again. Um, and rather than, than doing a second Tommy John surgery, they wanted to give a, st- a stem cell treatment a try. So he went and well, went stem cell treatment towards the end of last season. And uh, they won't know until, you know, he actually gets back up on the mound, probably spring training and starts throwing whether or not that's, uh, that's successful and whether or not that ligament's going to be okay. Or if he needs another Tommy John surgery, but right now he's a guy that they're looking to, to pitch out of the bullpen, even if he is healthy. So he's another guy, if he's healthy, who could profile as a, as a guy that could help them in, in some leverage situations. All right, Steve, we have pulled you uh, into reality long enough. We're going to send you back to uh, your big league fantasies there at Fantasy Camp. 
I want to thank uh, Steve Gilbert for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, Arizona Diamondbacks edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.